were pretty high. Charlotte Radio. That rocks. Radio Charlotte. Streaming live from the Radio Charlotte studio in Uptown Charlotte. My name is Rin. Hello, my name is Jenna. Please don't stop me. <laughs> Brenda Henson, one, two, three. Use your, use your words, sir. Use your words. <laughs> and tonight is the debut episode of QC Confessional. QC Confessional. QC Confessional. Tell everybody what it's about. It's a podcast for um, music, food, and culture uh, from the Queen City. Yeah. From right here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Just kind of what Brandon and I think. I mean, mm-hmm. we're both locals. We are actual locals. Like, we, I hate when people say, where are you from? And I say, Charlotte. And they're like, no, but where are you from? I'm like, I was literally born in the Bank of America Stadium. Like, I am <laughs> from here. Right? A lot we, of people say they're from Charlotte. Yeah, and yeah. I think that that's great because if people want to claim it, claim it. Because it is an awesome place to be yeah. from. But when people say, you know, you get the whole, where are you from? And then you get the whole, or where'd you go to high school? So that changes everything. So I'm like, no, I went, I was born at Presbyterian and mm-hmm. I went to Myers Park. I went to East Mecklenburg. I grew up in 28209, like in Mecklenburg County. I, I think to be from Charlotte, you have to be like the, within the like uh, perimeters of, I don't know, like Mecklenburg County, Union County, Cabarrus County, that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, if you want to claim Charlotte, claim it. I don't right. care. Yeah. Well, I mean, it all belongs to all of us now. Yeah. I mean, if you're here. We're a melting pot. And yeah. I lo- that's what absolutely. I love about Charlotte. That's yeah. my favorite question. It's a transplant city. I mean, yeah. it's, you, know, you, you can be from uh, anywhere. A lot of people come here for work or they've, they were brought here um, as children from, from, parents, from, the, from their parents for work. And um, maybe they, have, they haven't lived their whole lives here, but they've been right. here for the majority of their lives. Um, I've been here my entire life. Um, <laughs> lived in a couple of different places and been all over the globe but um but but charlotte is my home i was born and raised here i was born in, in what was then memorial hospital which is now i think you know presbyterian, presbyterian. or yeah. um, um my parents were i grew up in like Mid Hill matthews area um which we had um uh, you know, that was that was in the sticks at the time yeah and uh now it's not but it was then and then um you know got to see charlotte grow i remember i remember seeing there there was like one high rise in charlotte it was the ncnb building mm. it's still there yeah, it's, the, it's the, the white building, the white white building, building with yeah. gold windows yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was ncnb and then it was wow. first union yeah. yeah yeah i remember that so um wow. i remember like it was in, there was a time in charlotte that you you didn't go downtown like downtown was dangerous dangerous like, <clears> warehouses uptown. and that was your like oh yeah no you there was no uptown was it called downtown at that time oh wow uptown did not exist the okay. saying you would trade on try on and try on trade yeah you would trade and try on and try on trade <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was rough like yeah. the wow. only time that we ever came downtown was for the thanksgiving day parade yeah um, hell i didn't even do that <laughs> my dad was like get in the station wagon we're going, damn it we're gonna, we're gonna sit in the car and watch oh and, yeah wow. there, there wow. was literally like we have tons of pictures we did come downtown one time I want to say it was maybe 1989, and it was when the Charlotte Hotel, which is now the trademark, Mm -hmm. um, they were going to blow it up. Mm -hmm. And David Copperfield, the magician, said, I'm going to come to Charlotte, Uh and I want to lock myself in a box, and you're going to give me like 12 seconds to get myself out of the box before the building blows up. Wow, I forgot about that. Oh, I have a VHS tape of it. (laughs) (laughs) My dad took us, he he put us in the car like Clark Griswold and said, we're going to go watch this as a family and i'm like oh my god if anybody sees us so we get in the station wagon we come uptown downtown whatever and we literally park about a mile from here and we get out and 
we all go up on and everybody's got their their big black vhs like uh-huh right big rca camcorders <laughs> that they've got on their shoulders they've got them on tripods and literally i think it was wsoc they filmed um uh you know a, a thing of it and the whole time my dad's sitting there trying to film it and i have the vhs tape and he literally <laughs> bless his heart he's got three kids <laughs> he's literally filming the whole thing and trying to keep us you know right. from falling down the gravel and everything yeah. and as soon as the building blows up it's the one second he's paused the camera <laughs> oh no <laughs> so he cuts it back on right after the building's like coming down but oh, wow. but yeah that's that is uh, a clark griswold moment <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> like i think he probably cried but oh well yeah so. was there a point where uh, where downtown became uptown? I mean, is that like the name change and everything? Because I, I remember when I first moved here, and I'm sure it's like this with everybody. Where, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna be living in downtown Charlotte, and they people correct you immediately. <clears throat> it's uptown. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, I, I, sorry. I, think, I think there was a time like so. I remember you know there was a time when there, there was no restaurants downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was just the banking was downtown. Yeah, the businesses were there was coming. No shopping, there but there was, was no shopping. There was no mm-hmm. there was no restaurants. There was no uh, th- there was starting to be some nightlife mm-hmm. pop up here and there. I mean, you know, my dad my dad was was. Uh, a nightclub owner in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. He's owned 37 nightclubs and venues in oh, Charlotte. Wow. Yeah. And, um, Just a few. Oh, yeah. Starting in like 1976, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was off of South Boulevard. So most of that was all like on the outskirts. It was in like South Boulevard or in, uh, you know, other parts of the city. <clears throat> but there wasn't anything downtown. Yeah. So when, when um, the first piece of like, you know, kind of living, which is really kind of fourth ward, I think, that, that, that I recall was the first piece of like, living downtown and mm-hmm. as soon as they started bringing in some um you know the banking was coming in and there was money coming in and there was high rises going up and they're like oh hey you know we should probably build some you know high rise living that's mm-hmm. happening in, mm-hmm. in all the other cities right now in, in the metropolitan cities and um that's when downtown became uptown yeah. oh, right. when you could when you could when you could start living there and not yeah. just working there yeah, 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 yeah. well it wasn't it became... dark and dreary i think it was kind of like a positive like i can specifically remember being in high school and my mom coming to me and she knew i had a fake id and i just had a really good relationship with my mom and right. made me go get one yeah my mom knew <laughs> i mean i had my sister's id that was me and she she came to me and we were sitting in our house we had a bar in our house <laughs> That's right. how she um, a good southern bar and she's mm-hmm. It was me and a girlfriend. She said, hey, there's, um, you girls look at this. And it was the Charlotte Observer. Mm-hmm. And it was an article that said, hey, there's an, this new um, martini bar that's coming. And I hmm. want to say it's right when Sex in the City was coming out. Mm-hmm. And it was Cosmos. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. And right, so right. Cosmos was owned by um, a bunch of Greeks here in the, it was Andy Costanza. Mm-hmm. And, or Costanza. And is that right? Costanza? Uh, uh, I think it's yeah. Gus and like yep, yeah, Gus, all yep. these guys that we knew like or that I knew through. The songs. Yeah, is that yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Um, that I knew from school, and they were like, "Hey, we're going to open this, you know, really like New York style Swinky. restaurant." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, me and my fake ID are going there Friday night." <laughs> <laughs> and that Friday night was the night we went, yeah. and. Um, right behind those restaurants, they opened Mythos, mm-hmm. and there was Bar Charlotte, and there was Have a Nice Day, mm-hmm. and there was The Hut, and it was this like little alleyway on College and Seventh Street. Yeah. And to me, that's when like 
downtown became uptown mm-hmm. and I met the guys from Lazy Day and I met you and mm-hmm. I met the guys from Carolina Nightlife and they were like, can we take your picture and put it on the internet? And I'm like, mm-hmm. what the hell's the internet? What do you mean? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> but it was like with a little throwaway Kodak camera that would be like, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> like what? That's right. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's really, there was a, there was a, there was definitely a transition point. Um, and it was kind of involving the uptown living or downtown living. And there was, uh, and it was nightlife in the restaurants. And when that all started kind of flourishing, that's really when, when downtown became uptown right. and a lot of the, um, the industrial and the warehouses that were kind of, um, you know, mainstays in the downtown, it, I call it within the 277 corridor. Mm-hmm. When you, were those, in, you were in the loop. Yeah. When yeah. those started Literally. moving out, <laughs> outside and those, those businesses started coming inside yeah. is when a downtown became uptown. Yeah. And I think that, that Charlotte, the city of Charlotte made it a staple because when they put up the fucking signs that yeah. said uptown, they wanted you to know that you are now uptown. Yeah, you're you are town. not downtown. <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, that, uh, that was kind of like, okay, the, trying to train people into saying this is now uptown, not yeah. downtown because downtown yeah. sounded, sounded you oh. know, uh, negative. Yeah. So yeah. I get busted all the time by like people that are older than me and they're like, Jenny, you're from Charlotte. You know, it's downtown. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, I'm just rolling with the punches. Okay. <laughs> but if this tells you anything about Charlotte, you know, when Brandon and I first met, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon was, you're maybe a year older than me, but <laughs> maybe, um, but Brandon, well, I don't was know, how co- are you? Uh, we don't need to go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm old enough. Okay, well, we're we're both as old as Elvis's dad, so we're here. We made it. <laughs> so I met Brandon up at mm. UT at UNCC, yeah. and um, when I first met Brandon, like the clubs were first start coming around, but it was more so the clubs came before the apartments came because mm-hmm. you didn't have. I mean, I want to say we got the Bank of America Tower, yeah. and it looked like the jukebox, and everybody thought it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then we had the Darth Vader Building, which is the Grant Thornton Building right. on College yeah. Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had the NCMB First Union Tower which has always been there mm-hmm. and you know 95 was when we got the Panthers and I was yeah. in high school then I mean we used to go four-wheeling in that and Brandon's Brandon opened a club called uh midnight till six and I <laughs> was nice. like so wait it was open from 11 p.m to 7 a.m <laughs> yes and I was like so my fake ID will work here right <laughs> and I was like I will be there every night and I literally was <laughs> did uh, the Panthers stadium being built in uh uptown really start bringing more in or was it really starting yeah. to hop before then? I mean yeah when we first got the Panthers like I say this all the time the Panthers players that we got in those first 10 years uh-huh. They were not as disciplined as the Panthers players that we have now. Those well, Panthers yeah, players right. went out and they partied. Party. You would see them out at the I club. They would play oh, on. They yeah. would be out on Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, and they would have to play on Sunday. Right. And I would be like, um, I can't even tell you. I won't even mention a name. We're not dropping no. any names. I won't even mention a name. <laughs> But I remember going to a party. No, I'm not going to mention the name. But going to a Panthers player's house one night, yeah. and uh, and and I knew I was going to a Panthers player's house, and it, and it's a Saturday. Yeah, game day is the next day. Right. Okay. Right. And I'm walking in. I'm like, holy shit, these are all Panther players, and we are partying hard. And there's a big game the next day, and it's a and Light, it's, you know, lots it's a of white claws. It's a one. It's a one o'clock game, so it's not like a, it's a night game. It's, right. It, you know, right, so yeah. this isn't a day game. Yeah. And uh, I remember thinking, like, man, how are these dudes going to play tomorrow? Right. And um, um, and and I left 
early compared to what other people 4 a.m <laughs> and uh and the next day it was all over you know they, it was a terrible game it was a terrible performance and, and, and Can't all, imagine the, why. All, all the sports casters were like oh you know so-and-so said they had the flu and so-and-so had this uh, i was sitting there going like man i saw this dude at four o'clock in the morning and we were all wasted like you know i don't know what they're talking about so um but to, but to see that it was different definitely yeah. a different you know setting yeah. at the time was, but i remember when the stadium was being built like mm-hmm. i would go there used to be a little place off of moorhead street called gino's pizza uh-huh. and they were open 24 hours uh-huh. and it was the nice. first it was the first and only place at the time that would deliver to anybody the very few that were living downtown at the yeah. time yeah. so i would uh i was working at one of my dad's clubs off of woodlawn road and um and i was living uh I was living by myself. I was like 18 years old. I didn't really have a lot of people that were up that late <laughs> that um, that worked in that industry. They were my age. They yeah. were my friends from like school at the time. So I just kind of like was by myself a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, I would leave. Uh, leave it work and I was you know hungry shit just like yeah. anybody else and yeah. I didn't really care for um, going to hang out with a lot of people after work because I just I've always had a weird thing about hanging out with people that I worked with yeah. um, after work mm-hmm. so um, I would go to this genius pizza place and uh, they had a, two picnic tables outside it was they didn't have any seating inside it was just like a little walk-in joint and uh, you could go in and you could get anything from a calzone to a pizza to a sub to a salad whatever you want and, any time day or night wow. like 24 yeah. hours yeah, yeah, yeah. and i would sit outside man and it was when the time they were building the stadium uh right across the street from it uh you know at, at moorhead and i remember watching like i would go like almost every night because i was working five six nights a week and i'd go and sit out there from like 2 30 a.m to four o'clock in the morning have my pizza or whatever i got that night and uh watch them hang the uh the the lighting towers Mm -hmm. and -hmm. watch them like you know start putting the seats inside and start like watch them crane everything over and uh and i watched for a couple of years to watch the stadium like you know you know be built yeah and uh it was cool man like i'll I'll never forget that place i was like man this is like it was such good food too and they had like a little cat outside his name was pepperoni where where was gino's exactly (laughs) it was uh it was was literally or down. Kind of. It was on the. It was the opposite side of the street from uh, from where the stadium was being built. Mm-hmm. The group of buildings is still there. Oh, yeah. I just. I don't know what the business is now. But, uh, but it was just called Geno's, man. And they had two big tables outside. And it was oh, like, wow. you could barely even, like, put, they didn't have a parking lot. Like, you just kind of pulled over into like, someone else's, like, side of the road. Like, there was never, I mean, I was always, I was the only, the only person that was That's... sitting out there. <laughs> and I sat there and watched the uh, the yeah. stadium be built for, Cause, for a couple Because that hours. was such a big deal. Because I remember, so when the stadium first came, so my mom worked for Coca-Cola in the NASCAR division. Mm-hmm. And I started working for NASCAR when I was about 15. And I remember my mom saying, hey, they're going to have this, you know, football team come here. And I mean, I might have been 15 or 16. And she was like, you know, do you have any interest? Um, because I'd gotten really sucked into NASCAR and I love NASCAR. I mean, I, I, I know I don't look like a typical NASCAR person, but until you go to a race and it sucks you in. But she was like, you know, I'm thinking about getting some tickets. You know, would you go to a game? And I was like, I mean yeah sure you know and maybe i'll go to a game whatever and you know so she put in a bid because you had to get in a lottery to get the tickets <laughs> i remember mentioning it to a buddy of mine who actually had like an old school bronco that liked to go four-wheel and i was like <laughs> hey there's this huge amount of dirt down on moorhead do you want to go four-wheel and let's take the bronco let's <laughs> we had to lock the hubcaps and like <laughs> or yeah so i was like all right let's go so we would come down and go four-wheeling and I mean, my mother would kill me if she knew I did that. But (laughs) then a couple of months later, here we are, we're sitting in the stadium and I'm like, oh, this is like 
a legit football team. Like yeah. I thought I was going to like a high school football game. I didn't, <laughs> right. I didn't have any idea about anything about professional football. I mean, I'd only been to football games at Myers Park High School. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was a big deal. Like yeah. we got in there yeah. and I was like, wow, this place is big, yeah. it's big and blue and I like it and I want to come back. And yeah. that was what, 22 years ago. And yeah, it's crazy to think so it was, was that long. Like, is it 20, yeah. 22 years? Yeah. No, 20, 20, yeah. 1995. 25 years. That's is crazy. It 25 years. This is their 25th anniversary. Yeah, That yeah. is my longest relationship is, really? is my seat in section 112 <laughs> that I've ever had wow. in my life. Wow. my seat. I was so happy when uh, they announced that uh, North Carolina was getting a professional team. I was uh, I grew up a Redskins fan because that was, <laughs> oh, I didn't too. want to be a Falcons fan. I still have a Redskins well, bank at I, home. I thought yeah. it was, you were either a Redskins fan or you were a Cowboys fan. There was. Well, I mean, was, the Falcons are kind of nearby. No, but, those eh, are. Mm, but yeah, most people it seemed were 23 Redskins. to zero. Yeah. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> Never. But it, I mean, as soon as I uh, found out that there was going to be a, a, that team here in North Carolina, I'm like, you know, I, I love you Redskins. But you know, gotta gotta do this. So. Well, where were you at that time? Where you weren't in Charlotte? Uh, I was in Raleigh. I grew up in Raleigh. Okay, Raleigh Woods. Uh, after out. after high school, I was gone. Yeah, <laughs> out of here. Well, because that's what I always else, so. that's what I always hear from people. They're like, I was a Cowboys fan or I was a Redskins fan, mm-hmm. and then I felt I had to choose. And I'm like, Atlanta better not even be in the mix. Right. Like, no, <laughs> right. no. Now I am an Atlanta Braves fan. Yes, sir. Dale know. Murphy all yeah, the way. Exactly. I'm a Dale Murphy fan. That's when I was into when Dale Murphy was there. So yeah. uh, we would go down to Atlanta uh, once a year for vacation, mainly for me because I was such a big baseball fan, big Braves fan. So we'd go down huge. and watch Dale Murphy play and Glenn Hubbard. Glenn and, Hubbard, Rafael Ramirez, yes. Terry Pendleton. Yes. Ah, that was way. I grew up on that. Number threes are big in my life. Dale Earnhardt, Dale Murphy. <laughs> all the way, threes. Went down to the World Series. I saw game one World Series when Were they you played there in Toronto. 95? Were you there was in 95, 96? Was that when it was? I was down there. I don't know, but I set a couch on fire at Georgia Tech, and I'm very <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but it seemed like a good time in my 17-year-old life. It seemed like a good time. <laughs> I'm really not surprised to hear you fire. say that. I so mean, I was a guest. story behind it. <laughs> <laughs> well, my brother-in-law uh, went to school down there, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, you can only imagine he's like a very introverted nerd, but he's he's like Sheldon Cooper. He's very, very, very smart. And so Love I'm it. like Penny. I'm completely like, what do you do? How do you do that? Oh, my God. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. And he's like, shut up, Jenna. <laughs> so the Braves were playing in the World Series that year, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, my God, my sister's boyfriend. We're going to go down to his fraternity house. And I'm at NC State at the time, so... NC State frat boys and Georgia Tech frat boys (laughs) are like (laughs) night and day. So I'm like, I'm about to go down to Atlanta and show Georgia Tech what's up. So I get down there and everybody's like, oh my, you know, Sonia's little sister's in town. And I'm like, the Braves freaking won the World Series. Mm -hmm. It was the year Justice was playing, David Justice. It's when he was dating Halle Berry. Mm -hmm. I was like such a big fan. Yeah, that might have been when I was there. Yeah. 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 So like when I was growing up, I played softball and up until I was probably in about 10th grade, Mm -hmm. I did not realize that I could not be like recruited by Bobby Cox to play for the Braves. Like my dad never told me that. Like I thought I was going to graduate from Myers Park and play center field for the Braves. And they were going to play, you know, the Credence song by John Fogarty, center field. (laughs) I was going to be there. That did not happen. (laughs) But I did get to go to the World Series and uh, Jane Fonda was there. She was dating Ted Turner. That's right. And 
I don't know what happened, but I had, had maybe some white claws and set something <laughs> on fire. And yeah, it was at frat row. I don't row know and what happened. I don't know, but it was a good time. And we won no, the World Series. See, I can see it in your eyes. There's a little bit more to this story than, than we're going to talk about It was a good time. I, uh-huh. I made it home back to Charlotte safely. Right. That's, what, that's as deep as we're going to go into that story, huh? I'm guessing. Yes. Yes. That's, that's all, all right, I have to say on. about that. All right. Now the microphones are off. Let's talk. What now? You can tell me. Go ahead and tell me the what, story. What am I telling you? I said the microphones are now off. You can go ahead and tell me the real story. What happened with the couch? Oh, no, no, no. Like, literally, they had, ga- like, it was a ton of fraternity kids out mm-hmm. there. And, I mean, I was probably, like, 16, 17, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they were all, like, 19 or 20. But because yeah. I was the little sister, yeah. they all had these, like, big things of gasoline. And they were like, just come on. You know, you know, you set something on fire. I mean, it's like, woof. Mm-hmm. like, I was like, listen, I have like three eyebrows. I would like like little hairs that I would like to keep. And I mean, it got crazy, like to the point where I was like, okay, it's getting a little like mosh pity, like loud music. I mean, I'm like, listen, you nerds, calm down at your bedtime. So that's but, hilarious. Yeah. It was so a good time. You, so you guys met uh, around the, the UNCC area. You guys have known each other yeah. for for how how long? Yeah, I did not twenty go to years. College at UNCC. Neither just... of us went to UNCC. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't we... go to UNCC? No. Oh, I thought you went there too. No, I mean, well, I mean, I, I thought I was I the only spent one. Spent a lot of time was... at UT. Y'all were just participating. Y'all weren't really. We going. were just listen. I, when I graduated, <laughs> I barely graduated from high school, and when I did, I was like, I want to get out of here. Right. But yeah. my girlfriends were always, you know, dating older hot guys, and that's how I ended up at this apartment mm. in uh, UT up at. Um, uh, UNCC. Does, is, <laughs> UN, is UT even still there? I don't know. University Terrace. We had some. The area's changed so much. I, I have. I have, I have no, no idea. Like, I lived in UT for a while, and, and so my roommates, or some of my roommates, and most of my friends, like went uh, went to UNCC. You know, there were students there. I wasn't. I worked in. <laughs> I love that Brandon I, and I are both like. We met at UNCC. Worked, uh, Wait, did you go to UNCC? I worked at I've never clubs. went to one class at UNCC. Oh, yeah. So I went to nightclubs. And I went, we would throw parties and like my I hung friends at a would Rainbow come Deli. to you know my, the nightclubs that I worked at and whatnot. Um, and then uh, we would leave from there and come back to our apartment complex and have another party from you know two thirty a.m. till like six a.m. And there were some nights that I would like be at work at one of the clubs or the other clubs that my friends could not come to and uh would come home and there would be a rager going on as i'm walking into the house <laughs> and I'm, I'm all i could think about when i'm driving home was like man as you know it's been a long time i just want to go to sleep yeah. like you know i'm ready to get there yeah. and i get in the fucking complex and it's like all i can see is a sea of people <laughs> doom, and i was doom, like well, doom, doom. well there's a dj on my back deck and there's a um a party going on in there's the basement, in the oh, basement. Oh, oh wow there's all people in my room too it's like that's cool hey who are you guys oh i'm so-and-so i'm so-and-so hey like, cool that's my bed can you get off of that so i can like <laughs> <laughs> but that's always been, that's how Brandon and I uh, met though. Brandon, I don't want to say Brandon's. You were in soul. his bed. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, let's, let's clarify, back, clarify no, that no, part. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, that's how we met. He came in and I was in his that bed. No, Brandon and I met at UT. We're in my room. But Brandon, Brandon's, Brandon and I are both old souls though. We're not. I mean, we let we Absolutely. love to have yeah. a good time. But yeah, Brandon yeah. would be like, he loved to party and always show everybody a good time. But it would be like. 
you know, di- let's dial it back a little bit. Right, you know, right. I mean, I think that's why we probably got along when we yeah. first met. <laughs> and I was also like, hey, I really like your name. That's my name too. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, my middle name is Brandon. For real? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's, that's where yeah. there's the connection. Yeah. Two lies and or two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie. I'm sitting there reading that post on Instagram thinking, yeah, there's no way they're names are Brandon. No, I mean, it really that's is. Got to be the, which one was the lie? Which one was not true? Uh, the, the lie was that we got busted at UNC or at uh, Myrtle beach at, at Mother, Mother Fletcher's. Fletcher's. Ah. Granted, we spent a Go, held up shit. a gunpoint. We got, we <laughs> did not get held up at gunpoint <laughs> yeah, at Mother Fletcher's. I even had to think about that. I was like, Brandon I was, like, I was like, Jenna, I don't Jenna, remember did we this. Get held up a gunpoint at Mother Fletcher's. Cause I mean, that would seem like something that would happen. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, it's yeah, impossible. Brandon, you don't remember like, no, that? that's a lie. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, thank God. No, my middle name is Brandon. My dad really wanted me to be a boy. Nice. So he was nice. he was quite disappointed that I was. <laughs> can, can I start he calling was like, you Brandon? Yeah, you can call me Brandon yeah. if you want to. I mean, uh, yeah, he was like, it's the most disappointing time of my life. Elvis had just died. Ricky Van Santa just died. And then you were born on Satan's birthday and you were a boy. And I'm like... Sorry, Dad. So. <laughs> yeah, you can call me Brandon. I'll answer. So um, you guys met uh, at uh, UNCC, and then uh, then what? Did you just... It seems like, you know, when, when I see the two of you together, when you're hanging out and you're talking, I mean, it does seem like you have a really, really strong, really tight connection, kind of like a brother-sister kind of thing. So oh, yeah. Where did it go Easy. from there? How did it... You know, I'm kind connection. of, uh, I, I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Brandon's dad owned a club beside a Krispy Kreme and I was like, Hey, it was a strip club, I, it was a strip club. <laughs> nice. but I would be like, Hey, is a uh, Krispy Kreme drive-thru still open? I'm going to go get like some donuts and come see you. <laughs> and I would come and hang out with him and his brother. Nice. And I would just like, I learned a lot in the strip clubs though, because yeah. I'm like, yeah, that is easy money. And yeah. I could do that. But my, I mean, I don't know. I, oh, I've, Brandon multiple went, of my nope. friends would come like, hey, so if I just want some extra cash, I'm like, you need to go work at the fucking deli. <laughs> <laughs> this is not where you want to be. <laughs> this is, you, you know, and, and, and I guess I was just kind of protective of my, some of my you friends. Were. And you, I had, and in I a had, good way though. Yeah. And I had people that I were, I was specifically protective of for, for whatever reason. Right, I don't even know right, why. Right. Keep but, your um, clothes on, ma'am. Yeah. yeah. So, you, you know, um, um, I was funny about that. Like I didn't want like, you know, my I friends. I do not want to see you naked. Yeah. I'm like, you know, listen, if you want to come out for Amherst tonight, you want to do that one time, you need some extra cash to pay for whatever you, that's, that's fine. But right. do not make this a fucking habit. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, and it was just, I, I guess I was just funny about that. And like, I didn't really have, I guess when I left high school, I didn't really talk to any of those people for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and for no other reason than the, than we just kind of all went our separate ways and yeah. high school was what it was. And, and we left and, you know, I grew up in Charlotte, went to school for, um, went to Providence Day for, for most of my school years. Mm-hmm. And then we had a, late, a summer house at Lake Norman, which was, I think, for the majority, mostly summer houses. Like, no yeah. one really lived up there, right. at least on, on the street. Lake Norman, there was nothing up there. Nothing. Like, nothing. there was no grocery Bird stores. There. There, was, there was nothing. Wow. And uh, when I grew up up there, or when we first had a lake house, like, uh, when I say a summer shack, it was summer shack. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think there was one person that actually lived full-time on the street that I now live on that has... And it's a full blown neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think the road, the road had just been paved. Like it was all a gravel, like kind of a dirt road or whatever. And it was, we just got p- tar out here. Oh yeah. Like it was like, it was, it was, it was some primitive shit. Like, yeah, it, was, yeah, like yeah. it was pretty wild. But, um, uh, we, we moved up there because the Mecklenburg County taxes had gone through like the mm-hmm. request skyrocketed. We lived in Mid Hill Matthews. We had like 
six, seven acres over there. So that wasn't, my parents were like, hey, listen, we need, we need to choose. It's either going to be this. <laughs> and my dad had a good Do eye for seeing. you want the city life like, or the lake life? You know, <laughs> well, well, yeah. I, well, well, yeah. That's like, what, it is. what are you going to trade here? So yeah. my dad was. Do you want um, the water burger or the city burger? <laughs> right. <laughs> the my water burger. My dad was burger. good at looking and seeing like what was, uh, he's always been good at having an eye of like, this is the next place. Yeah. Or this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. next yeah. development. Yeah. And uh, we decided to, to sell our place in Charlotte. I think that was in 89 mm -hmm. and um, uh, moved permanently up to the late Norman area in like you know, 90 or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was totally not for it <laughs> as, as a kid that was in school and right. had my friends and had my people. Yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, and for the first year or two, I think I still... My mom would still drive us down all the way to Charlotte to Providence mm -hmm. Day. We went to school there, and then finally it became to a point where there was like, "Listen, this 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 is too much. Like this is this is a lot." If and only um, there was a light rail that went to Providence. Oh my God! Day yeah. <laughs> well, and at the same time, like we were, we were kind of we were kind of catching some some flack. Like I think I was telling you guys earlier. Yeah. You know, um, Providence Day had a lot of people that were business owners or mm -hmm. big executives at big corporations and mm -hmm. um my parents owned nightclubs and mm -hmm. did well and um there was a lot of weird uh views <laughs> i'm like i want to meet your parents on immediately what, <laughs> on what my own people what people thought my parents were yeah, and my parents yeah. were straight up like came from nothing built yeah, something yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my right. dad never finished the fifth grade. Like they mm -hmm. came from nothing. Yeah. And uh, people Which just could not believe that someone came from that and did as well as they did yeah. without going through some kind of schooling or education or, or, or um, um, you know, some kind of help in, in, in some form mm -hmm. that was legal. Yeah. Yeah. And that played a big part in, um, you know, I guess there was, there was people and kids and some of my friends that weren't allowed to come to my house. They weren't right. allowed to come hang out because they just thought some fucked up shit was happening right. over there. Right. And, uh, and, and, and it really, and it really wasn't like I had a couple of friends that were, um, that my parents knew that came to my parents' clubs that knew like, dude, this is, this is like, you know, these are just two people just doing yeah. what they know, right. you know? Yeah. And, um, um, and those are my friends and we're still friends, you know, today. Yeah. Um, but it was it became increasingly hard at those it, it, to be at that school mm -hmm. and to to deal with that and my, and my parents had more of a problem i didn't see i didn't see a lot of this until later in life i was like you know i i figured out what was going on and why mm -hmm. um so my parents were like you know let's just let's just pull them out let's put them in public school let's go to, we're gonna go to late dormant that's where they're gonna be mm -hmm. and then at least they'll finish out their their high school years up there mm -hmm. which i am forever grateful for yeah because i learned more in those four years yeah. at that in you know being going to mooresville senior high than i did in the in the fucking nine that i went to <laughs> right. uh providence day school i'll be right. be straight up honest with yeah. you yeah, yeah, yeah um you know um i know people still today that to, to, to finish out the, the school there they don't know how to have the shit that i learned <laughs> real fast fast yeah. like really fast and um and and i'm grateful for that and i think that um moving up there was was great like we yeah. were now there wasn't a whole lot of people right we had to drive a long way to a grocery store isn't that funny to say though that up in lake norman like 20 some years ago there was i mean exit 33 and exit 36 there was nothing. nothing there was the only reason we went to mooresville was yeah. to go to the water burger which i used to think it was the water burger because <laughs> of uh like when i met water? dale jr and he said <laughs> the water burger i'm like oh is that like a soy burger and he's like no it's the what a burger what and it's burger. literally an amazing cheeseburger that you get oh, at it's like, the best in the world oh right. yeah it's like it's your it's your hole in the wall like you know it's the it's the 
it used to be cash only for years. Yeah. Is this place still there? Oh, yeah. Cherry Lemon Sun Drop. I'm going to oh, take yeah. you. We'll go. It has the we'll giant, go. like, you know, the typical, like, diner sign. You've never had a like witch doctor? A-frame. No. Oh, So yeah. a witch doctor, do you remember when you were a kid and you'd go to, like, the skating rink and you yeah. would do, you would get the cup and they would be like, you can have whatever soda you want. Yeah. And yeah. you would go and do all of them. Yeah. It would be called yeah, a suicide. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it's a suicide, yeah. but they put pickles in the bottom and it's called a witch doctor and it's amazing oh wow yeah i've driven all the way up to exit 30 is it 36 36 is is well you can get to it from 33 or 36 but like that's yeah yeah that's one yeah so when we were kids that was like driving to another planet oh yeah so far away oh yeah yeah. we used to get the kid it seems so far away. i do it every day now and i'm like oh this is like cake. (laughs) yeah we used to my godparents lived up off of exit 36 and off brawley school road and we used to go up there and get the best cheeseburgers and Ooh. stuff. But that was like a big time treat. But yeah, the uh, water burger is like a, it's a staple up there. Yeah, I've already heard, I've, I've heard people talk about the water burger. And again, I'm thinking it's up near the lake. It's the water, water burger. No, nope. it's called the what no a burger. Now what when somebody says burger. this is the best burger ever, I mean, it gets my attention because I, we'll go, you know, we'll I take like, you. Oh yeah, good burger. it is straight up old school. It's Man. so cool. Yeah, I got to check this place out. All right, let's take a quick break. Got to grab another beer, and we'll be right back in just a few minutes. This is the debut episode of QC Confessional on RadioCharlotte.com. Live from the studio in downtown. <clears throat> Uptown Charlotte. Is that a thing? Am I going crazy? Charlotte Radio that rocks. <laughs> rocks. RadioCharlotte.com. All right, we're back. Hey, I'm Brynn, and this is the first episode of QC Confessional with Brandon and Jenna. Hey, this is Jenna, and uh, I'm here. Jenna Jameson? Duh. If that's you want it to be. That's what, that's what she's in my, in my phone to ask. <laughs> I had to remember that shit when I call, like, I call Jenna Gribble. We do not have Jenna Gribble. Uh, call Jenna Jameson. I swear to God, look at it. It's, in my, it's been in my phone as Jenna hey. Jameson for fucking years. Why did you put it in there, in there as go. Jenna Jameson? I mean, I can't imagine why. Why, why do you think? I mean, I want to know. I want to know the story behind this. I want to know. Hey, I have no idea where that came from. I've met Jenna. She's a very cool lady. She I like is. She's a sweetheart. She's written an amazing book that I bought. Uh, yeah, I I bought it for my wife, and she was like, and she was reading it one night in bed. She's like. <gasps> I mean, what is it? She's like, oh, God, you got to read this thing. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to read that shit or not. Yeah, when I was in uh, college, Jenna and uh, Brianna Banks, I have an autographed version of it. From do you Jenna. really? I do. They came oh, wow. to Liquid Lounge, which is now what? Tilt. Yeah, I met her and Ron Jeremy and Brianna Banks. And, you know, it was a little shy me. And <laughs> little shy Are you me. serious? Yeah, I have a photo of all of us. Dude, I can only imagine. See, those are some of the stories I want to hear. <laughs> well, I got them. I should bring the book and maybe we can do like a, I'll read a chapter every week. That actually is a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> got bedtime stories with Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> bedtime stories with Jenna. It'd be like late night with children. Chelsea, late night with Jenna. <laughs> I have to talk like this, you know. Yes, I can do course. that. <laughs> chapter two. <laughs> Doggy style. <laughs> no, no. That oh, would be man. chapter one. No. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey, girl. Let me see that squirrel. Hey, girl. <laughs> I had a man yell that at one of my girlfriends one time. Her name's Samantha. We're driving down into the city, and he's walking down the street, and he's got one of those big-ass Bojangle tailgate boxes. And I'm like, damn, 
look at that. And she thought I was like talking about him, but I was talking about the chicken. <laughs> I was like, hey. He goes, hey, girl, let me see that squirrel. <laughs> I was like, damn, what kind of chicken is that? <laughs> it's bow time, bitches. It's yeah. Bow, time. bow rounds for everybody. <laughs> Speaking of, have y'all had that Popeye's chicken? I heard they're out. Man, they fucking, uh, they closed down the one in Mooresville. Okay, so listen, we don't have one in Charlotte, so I have been deprived. So Popeye's, hey, that is not Charlotte. That is like way up there outside Uh, the hemisphere. That's like, um, I got to have my school ID to get some chicken up there. (laughs) 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 So what do you you think's your favorite? Uh, So here are your options. Okay, you got Bojangles, Chick-fil-A. Gas station at East Boulevard, West Boulevard. What is uh? Gas station. Oh no no no! Listen, I'm, what are you, oh, about? you laugh. Listen, <laughs> that, I shit am is, to... that shit is the bomb. Listen, dude. we're gonna get them as we are gonna like get churches. them. Churches is good. Churches is good. But listen, right. I'm gonna educate also, like, you. Uh, what's the one over there off of Pike? Uh, I know what you're talking about, and I can't think of it right now. What's Price's Chicken? Prices. Is, is that what it is? Prices. Yeah, yeah. I've like, never so been there, but I've heard about it. I grew up on Prices. Look at the sidewalk. It's fucking fantastic. Right. But listen, I'm gonna tell you. I'm going to tell you, there are t-shirts that have been made. The gas station at the corner of East and West Boulevard. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty legit. And listen, if you can get the woman, if you can get her to make the grits. The grits. Uh, Should I write yes. this down? They the are like, so if she's their, not in a good mood. Their deli is fucking pretty amazing. If she's wow. in a bad mood, East she won't East and West Boulevard them. on the corner? Yes. East and West. Okay. It's okay. a shell station. Yeah. Okay. Don't get it okay. confused with West and East because that's a whole different <laughs> side of the train tracks. <laughs> Not that side of the road. We're that's talking about the shell whole... station side of the road. Yes. Get so Opposite you, fuel pizza. You get those potato wedges. But yeah, if you can get her to make the cheesy grits. Yeah. But normally she'll just give you the chicken. But I'm telling you, I don't know where this wow. chicken is from. It is like, it is the best chicken right. in the world. Yeah, I mean, we can go right now. I mean, what time is it? Oh, Do you have curfew? Do you have an ankle bracelet? <laughs> we can go right now. Seriously, if it, I don't get asked out on dates a lot, but when I do and they're like, where do you want to go? I'm like, the gas station. Go to the shell station. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I don't even want gas. Do I just want chicken. <laughs> yeah. And then they have these boxes of Reese's Pieces to go. I'm like, dessert, uh, what's up? Right. <laughs> yeah, but it's seriously the best. Dude, but I mean, uh, churches, uh, churches is good. Prices is good. Yeah. South 21 is good. Yeah. Um, I love Chick Fil A, man. I'm, Chick Fil A. What's your favorite? So- hey, what's your favorite sauce? And you, you want it on Sundays. Like and Polynesian. What's your favorite sauce? My favorite sauce at Chick Fil A. Uh, you can't you can't say that. It's like saying what's your favorite kid. You know. <laughs> I you, can. It's it's day of the week. It's 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 your mood. So, so tell me what's your what's your go to on your so app? Do you have a sauce. favorite? I do like Chick Fil A. I do like Polynesian. <laughs> yeah, Polynesian's really good. So what's your uh, go to on your app? Because mine's the number one with um, Polynesian, and then I like the Chick Fil A sauce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I'm really like bring good. on the sodium. Like I just dump yeah, the sodium yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah. I'm all about Taco Tuesday too. I love that. I mean, let's. I think we should go have tacos, tequila, Ooh, and Tuesday wow. night at tacos? Thomas Street. I mean, yeah, no, good. but we're gonna go find tacos. Okay. But I want to go to Lots Thomas Street. Lots of tacos Street. on Tuesday, man. I love. So <laughs> hey, here's your trivia right here. Can you tell me, Brandon probably can, but can you tell me what Thomas Street originally was? That's oh. some Charlotte trivia for you. Uh, it was okay. a dirt road back when I was your age. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't even know if I can to be honest what? with you. Really? What it originally was? What it originally was the original building. My dad. 
dad has told me so many stories Straight about up. that area. Like he used to tell me stories about the. I know it was a tanning salon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in 1964, it was a Peg Bundy tinfoil tanning shop. You know, there are things about. I love this fucking city. I really do. Uh, a buddy of mine was uh, telling me he's like, "Hey, dude, uh, there's a, a job open up uh, with the New York Jets. You'd be perfect for it. Do you want to come up and interview for it?" And I went, "The Jets." Nah. <laughs> and it's not just because I'm a big Panthers fan. It would be an amazing job and an amazing place but i'm like i don't i can't leave charlotte man i don't see myself leaving charlotte yeah if if ever see i love hearing that because you know? talking about charlotte what am i whenever i meet anybody i was talking about charlotte being a melting pot and i'm always like where are you from and 99.9 percent .9 of the time the people are like you know i'm from florida or i'm from yeah. massachusetts or i'm from uh, there's so many people here from uh, Ohio and Michigan. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think everybody came from Michigan on spring break and never left. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I always say, well, how they drove through here on the way to Myrtle Beach. I know. Beach. They're like, like we're wow, going to Myrtle Beach. Nice. We're going to we're Mother Fletcher's. Fuck. <laughs> no, like what? <laughs> but that's my number one thing because, you know, I'm from here, so I don't know any different. Yeah. So when I say, well, how did you end up here? You could have lived in Miami. You mm -hmm. could have lived in New York. Nah. Why Charlotte? And they're like, the number one thing that I get is people always say that the people here are so nice. Yeah, the yeah. cost of living is unreal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and they just, they just like the vibe. It's not in Atlanta. It's not mm -hmm. in Miami. It's, yeah. um, it's just a good middle ground. And I, you know, I love that. I love oh, hearing yeah. that because like you say, I don't want us to get too big. Yeah. I don't want us to right. get, you know, right. too big for our britches. You know, man, I've, I've been uh, I've, I've been all over the, all over the globe, and I've lived in a you know a short stint in Chicago, and a little while I'm in uh, in Miami, like in South Beach on the beach, like at the the middle of the party scene. And you know, this is always uh, this has always been home. I don't think there's anywhere that I've been on the globe that I would uh, rather live. Nashville maybe, but Nashville's growing so fast that I don't even know if that that, that would be an option. Mm -hmm. But um, but the, but the the city's clean. There's um, there's development here. Mm -hmm. Some good, some bad. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm heavily involved in the music scene here. Mm -hmm. So to see what it, it is now compared to what it was when I was a you know, musician in the yeah. scene yeah. is is um, it's pretty exciting. Like there's some there's some crazy there's some crazy shit happening here. Like yeah. there's uh yeah, yeah. there's some cool things. There's there, there is, you know, insanely talented people, mm -hmm. um, and, and not just in in one specific genre, all genres. I, like you yeah. can go to some some to some cities, like Nashville or, or Atlanta, and they're known for one specific genre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you come to Charlotte, and there's thriving musicians and some really cool things happening with all genres. Yeah. But it's I, not I, just one genre. Like yeah. there, there is no like, hey, Charlotte's known for uh, rock or hip-hop or jazz or, um, the, the or, or, or country. It's known for all of these things. Yeah. There's yeah. so many cool things happening here. Like, like how can you... I wouldn't want to be anywhere else for that. Like, yeah. I mean, like yeah. it's such a great, like it's a melting pot city. Yeah, it really and, is. And the people, and, and sometimes it gets bagged for that, for being like, oh, it's a transplant melting pot city. But I think there's some great positives to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Know, so. Well, it's just like the guys that we interviewed the other night, the guys mm -hmm. from Hypnostic, Jacob, and they're playing tomorrow night. Yeah. And uh, they're they're from Wilkes County and Davie County. And, yeah. you know, I was sitting there and I'm like, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. I grew up here. I feel like I know North Carolina pretty well, but I had no idea where Wilkes County and Davie County were. Right. And they're near Winston-Salem. Yeah. But to hear these guys talk and, you know, the way that they met, you know, if you've ever met Jacob Grush, yeah. he is such a good soul. Yeah, like, good I dude. met him, like, through friends of friends. And 
these two dudes like uh he, he took him in and then they were like hey you know i play the drums and he was like well hey i rap and i've been rapping since i was five and whatever and i mean i love crossovers like that where it's yeah. like two people that you would never put together mm-hmm. and then somehow some way they cross paths mm-hmm. and then they were roommates for a while and now they're not but they're in a band mm-hmm. and they're like they've done stuff with white Jean yeah. and like yeah they're playing Friday night. I can't wait to see them. I'm, this is how I'm kicking off my Labor Day, and I yeah. cannot wait yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. those are the stories that I love. It's like the mm-hmm. Hoosier story or the Rudy story. It's yeah. just like things that you just don't, you couldn't write it, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah. it's good, just, it's a good story. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I like about uh, doing the podcast and the, the Radio Charlotte thing. You know, that was one of the things that uh, one of the, the missions. Uh, with the whole thing is there's so many interesting unique individuals here in charlotte everybody has their own story you know you can relate to each other in a lot of ways you can learn something new find different perspective i mean so many amazing things from talking to some of these people and you guys yourselves are full of stories you've already heard <laughs> quite a few oh yeah but i <laughs> mean upon a time. you <laughs> what's, know what's like brandon you you um you played uh music for a long time and long now time. you're you're still in the music uh uh, business as well yeah man i you know I, it's always been um it, i caught the music bug is at an early age mm-hmm. you know dad owned obviously my clubs yeah. and venues yeah, yeah, and yeah. was big into uh i mean he listened to everything he had he kind of introduced me to uh classic rock i mean i was listening to george clinton in parliament uh you know mm-hmm. p-funk mother mm-hmm. you know mothership and landing of the mothership mm-hmm. and uh, all, all that at an early early age and yeah. I remember getting Prince records at like an early age and right. like, you know, that were like, you know, this is all vinyl stuff. Yeah. We had promoter or record reps that would come by the club and drop off like, you know, the newest and latest you and greatest or whatever. You put flyers on cars and parking decks? I did that at one point in time. <laughs> this was, that was, that was be- old That was before the days. We've all of, done that the, at least the, once. We'll get to that. But that was actually, that was much better than what social media is today. I right. know. I miss right. those flyers oh, It was like, windshield. hey, grassroots still works, man. Like that, that's the way to go. It really yes. does. Like yes. bands just don't get that. like bands today just don't don't understand they're like oh well i made a post uh, well fuck your post yeah like, you know, so did, so did, your post so got did everybody likes. else <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah go out and do the work and make a connection like make a make a physical personal connection and that personally that make, invite that will make a fan show yeah, yeah listen, that will make a fan evite did not yeah, get to it me. did not work <laughs> so See, my it was amongst <laughs> the other ten thousand when they came out that week right. yeah but um but you know, I uh, you know, I always had the music bug and uh, started playing in a band like most of the kids do at fourteen, mm-hmm. fifteen years old. Um, thought I was going to be a guitar player. Yeah, it wasn't so much. I didn't really care <laughs> for that. So I was like, well, I, I can at least I know how to play drums a little bit and um, play drums. And my brother played guitar and he sang and he could write songs and I couldn't write a lyric to save my life. And um, you know, we did the whole high school band thing like a lot of the kids do. And then we kind of figured out like, well, we kind of got a little something here, you know, and then uh, it grew and grew and members changed and band names changed and you, know, you grow as a musician. And I was like, man, I might want to, I might want to do this a little bit, like, mm-hmm. you know, for, you know, give it a shot and it doesn't work out. doesn't work out, but yeah. you know, I'm young enough. I can give this, give this a go. And, um, and we did, and, uh, and we did really well. And then we, I was in a band called bridge that, uh, um, you know, you, you, again, high school stuff. You never really you know what's going to happen with yeah, it. Yeah, but and you, you guys were bigger than that. I mean, I was there. I was one of Brandon's fans and groupies. Oh, yeah. And he's his, being modest. No, he's, he's being, being very well, modest. Well, 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 we got to a point <laughs> where we were like, my, I was like, I man, we're, like, we're opening for, for, for 
pretty big people when we started yeah. playing the when, when they used to have Carolina Music Fest and Center City mm -hmm. Fest in downtown mm -hmm. and um, we uh, you know I used my no this is when but, Amos's was around and oh, yeah. Amos's is like legit they're they're back they're better they're doing great but when I used to take like my uh, allowance and I'll be like <laughs> your allowance my allowance your and I'll be like yeah <laughs> my per diem and I'm like oh my god these guys they're they're like from like Concord they're up near like the racetrack I'm yeah. like mom can I go see this band they're playing over at Amos's it's two brothers they're really hot his name's Brandon that's my middle name <laughs> I mean she'll be like feeding them for the yeah. reasons like so I would go see Brandon and his brother Terrell play uh -huh. and they were so good and there yeah. are so many photos y'all I'm gonna put them on the website right. I'm gonna upload them they're from my very expensive throwaway camera um, Kodak fun saver yes yeah. Fuji Fuji films I've got a, shout I've out got, Fuji I've got films. a ton of those yes um, so that, so. Brandon is really downplaying it I mean we would come and see these guys and they would just like this is during like Seattle grunge days like right. mud honey like yeah. mother love bone Pearl Jam oh, you know yeah. all the big ones that you know but like these guys were so local and they were so good and then it was like when NASCAR was like lit up and it was just like hot summer nights right, right here in yeah, Charlotte yeah. like it was so good and you're really downplaying it Brandon <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we were off to do, to do some pretty cool things but like but, but getting there was like there was a lot of work to get to that point yeah there was um, of course yeah. but we, I mean you know, there was no social got, media to promote y'all no, it was just no social media. they had to get like us Man, groupie we, girls to do it we'd be like right. we're going to Amos's street team yes. I'll never forget street like team. we did this show at, uh, at, Fat, at Fat Tuesday up in the university area and uh, the guy didn't really kind of he's like oh yeah you your band wants to play yeah sure okay I was like listen we're gonna take all the door and like you don't have yeah. to give it you don't have to pay us anything but we're gonna get the entire door right we're gonna charge 10 bucks a head whatever <laughs> and he's like oh uh, okay all right that's, that's cool no problem you're thinking he like, like no, one, no one's gonna show up you know? door. Yeah, yeah. so we we flyered for weeks because again no social media but we like right. we we had people we had a team <laughs> we had a team of people yeah. that would go out and flyer put Street shit teams. on cars and like and blow it up and make it like this is the event that you need to be at yeah. so I think that I don't even I don't remember what Fat Tuesdays held, but it was a two level building and it was not six hundred people, but we had six hundred people in that place. Wow. At ten bucks a head. Wow. So they tried to like renegotiate in the middle of the did. night. Yeah, of course. And me and my, in the middle of the oh, night. Yeah, of course they're like, they, hey, oh, yeah. uh, yeah. we're gonna take a we're gonna take a break. Oh yeah, now so to me and my cronies were like, Oh no, 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 no. No. <laughs> that, that, that's not how this works. Like I'm I'm in this business, dude, so I know how this goes yeah, down. Yeah. You're not screwing me over nope. tonight. So um I put one of my people up there to count every <laughs> single person that came into the door. And um, it was a great show. It was packed out. Like, yeah. you, couldn't, you couldn't move into place. And after the show, the guy was like, hey, so, so next time we're going to have to uh, renegotiate <laughs> our deal. I was like, no, bro. Uh -uh. This is the deal. Yeah. Or there's no deal. That's right. And uh, that's right. so that's the deal we always had there. And that's what we, that's uh, what we did. It. But it yeah. kind of finally came to a point. He's like, listen, man, my, my higher ups are telling me that. My th higher ups. This my just, parents. This just can't happen this way. I was like, well, listen, bro. I mean, I, <laughs> I hate to tell you, but if it's not this way. There's no way we, we would go somewhere Ain't no else. show, brother. But hey, yeah. listen, they went on, and I'm here to tell you because I'm a witness. They went on to play. I never yeah. will forget. I got a phone call, and it was a girlfriend of mine, and she said, hey, do you want to go down to Myrtle Beach? And I was like, I don't know what's going on. She's like, hey, you know, Brandon and Terrell Henson, their band, Bridge, they're opening up at the House of Blues. And I was like what i was like are you kidding me i mean this is like 1997 98 yeah, maybe this is like yeah like i was barely i mean i was still somewhere in school somewhere yeah. i don't know but i was like 
I'm there. So I remember we went down there and this was big time. I was like, oh my God, this is like the Almond Brothers. They're going to take off. <laughs> and we get down there and like everybody, everybody from Charlotte is there. And it's like the coolest show. And it's like, we go down there and see that. I mean, they killed it. Yeah. I mean, I will never forget. It's the night I met Amy Mack, mm-hmm. which is one of me and Brandon's best favorite, we're, craziest we're for the, for the girlfriends. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah they're yeah, opening yeah. up for live. Yes. And which that's when live had, like, you know, their album come out mm-hmm. with. They're like, on their, Copper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, like, such a hit with, yeah. in 90. Was that 96? Ish. Oh, I don't remember. 96-ish. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember. Well, I had the tape in my car. Because they played that at. They were they were Woodstock '99, oh, yeah. which I went to. So they were at Woodstock '94, that, yeah. also. So was that the year Green Day set everything on fire? Green Day was in '94, yeah. Yeah, the mud, the mud sling. Actually, there's right on the wall over everything, there. Everything burned in '99. Everything got <laughs> mudded in '94. Yeah. Well, I was at the House of Blues Bridge show with Brandon Henson, <laughs> <laughs> so I know that I was there, and um, yeah, that was a hell of a show. And yeah. that's when I met Amy and. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was like, damn, these got like, I for real kept pushing them and pushing them. And I had no idea what it took to like be in a band. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was a lot of logistics, money, that kind of thing. And I mean, after that, I, w- you guys played, uh, y'all would play like randomly, but it kind of became like a, rotation it kind of became like, a cult yeah. thing because we would be like, we never knew when they were going to play again. And we would always, I can remember always asking and they would, and you'll just be like, well, we don't know. Yeah. And we just didn't, well, I, I always had a big belief in not burning it out. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. you yeah. know, a lot of bands yeah, yeah, yeah. Pl- play around Charlotte or, or, or any city they're from, mm-hmm. in my opinion, way too much. Yep. So you, if you space crowd. it out and, um, Keep them guessing. and don't have too many, that, that's, that's important key. Like, you know, that, you know, I hate when they see bands like, oh, I'm playing at uh, whatever, whatever bar on Friday. And then uh, next Friday or Saturday, I'm playing at uh, uh, another you know venue. And the next Friday or Saturday, I'm playing another venue, all the same market. <laughs> yeah. Well, in my opinion, I'm like, well, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you're just, like, you're, you're spreading yourself so thin. So we would play this once every, once every while in this market. And yeah, then it kept exactly. getting more and more oh, yeah. spread out. And then you guys, 20, two years later, Brandon finally oh, played shit. This past Saturday night at Crunch Fest, <laughs> fifteen years. Twenty, okay, fifteen, 15 years later. Year. Fifteen years, and you guys, played. he blew my mind. Let's it definitely talk about that. Amazing. First <laughs> of oh all, my God. that was uh, one of the best times. I, I love the Fillmore. Crunch Fest, absolutely was amazing. love the Fillmore. Yeah. This was one of the best times I've ever had at the Fillmore, and I've seen a lot. Of Man, I'll be honest with you. Like I've been, uh, you know, uh, before I started working for Live Nation and for the Fillmore. Mm-hmm. Um, to go to the film for shows obviously yeah i had the most fun working with that show and working with um oh, working with those bands mm-hmm. um aside from from playing in one of them yeah um that i've had the entire three um, you know almost three years now that i've been at the at that venue yeah. at, at the Fillmore. Yeah. um that was a blast i mean like yeah. I'm, a, I'm a grunge kid from the 90s i'm right. a grunge kid so to have all you know Soundgarden tribute, Allison Chains tribute, you know, Rage Against, Rage the, Machine, Against the Machine, Nirvana, um, you know, Smashing Pumpkins, STP, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Nine Snails, all in one yeah. night. Yeah, like a kid in a candy store, that dude. Like, what are you? Awesome. What are you kidding me? Like, it was. It, that was that so place fun. was packed. I walked in at seven oh seven on a Saturday night, you guys. <laughs> and there's proof. Literally, literally, I walked in seven oh seven. I could not get in the door. It was yeah. that packed. It was and I was like, what? I'm experiencing history like this. Yeah. I've never. And, and it wasn't just the Fillmore. It was the underground. And the cool thing about it was when you walked in, it was like 
the Fulmer had one band starting and they would play for like 30, 45 minutes mm -hmm. and then a band would start over at the underground and both places were completely yes. packed out. Like oh, yeah. I was in my element. I, I was like, oh my God, am I, I going to so like run into Eddie Vedder? Like Stone Gossard, <laughs> what's happening here? Like, oh my God, this and is the, amazing. Uh, the underground was one in, one out for a One in, there. one out yeah. for a while. Yeah. yeah. God, it was so much fun. Yeah. And your band, Pretty Hate Machine. Yeah. Right. So Nine Inch Nails, you always been a big Nine Inch Nails fan? Always been. And if everybody listening to that doesn't know he was a drummer i was oh, uh always a nice sales fan always been a drummer and yeah. uh you know i've always been a fan of, of, of really anything that trent reznor did yeah, yeah. and uh that whole thing started like y y you know lots of our cities you know for, w as far as live nation goes have mm -hmm. you know bands that are ST stp tributes or pearl jam or divana or whatnot mm -hmm. nine sales is, is a very difficult band to tribute yes. to yeah there's absolutely. lots of tracks there's lots yeah. of uh you know synth and there's lots yeah. of like you know there's lots of things going on well and the that, fact that he's still alive that that you can't yeah and there's lots of things that you can't really recreate in a live setting yeah. that uh that wouldn't take some serious work or right. It, right. It, it just really impossible yeah. so um you know, I had a friend that uh, that I toured with when, a few years ago when I was tour managing Smash Mouth, and we had a, we had a day off in Boston, and mm -hmm. I went to I went to the Guitar Center just to get away from everyone. Mm -hmm. And our, our our drummer was actually playing. Uh, he had a drum clinic that day mm -hmm. uh, at Guitar Center, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna go check that out. I'll get away from everybody else. I'll go sneak yeah. in, take a peek at this, and I'll just play around the store, and maybe I'll buy something. Maybe I won't. End up buying a fucking acoustic guitar. I don't play guitar, <laughs> but I, but I wanted I wanted a tour Dang souvenir. Guitar Center man, <laughs> yeah, I wanted a tour souvenir. I can't buy drums. <laughs> Let's see what so happens. Dude, here's a guitar center flyer right there. There you go, right there. So, um, so I I literally went in and, and uh, I hear from the keys department like mm -hmm. the at the time it was the, it was a Nine Inch Nails record and they had co you know a copy of a mm -hmm. and um, this I hear the sounds coming from the keys room. Yeah. I was like, man, who the hell was recreating that? Because right. that is spot on. Right. Yeah. So I walk around the corner and I look and it's our lighting director. Oh wow. And I was like, hey bud. I was like, you know. You, how you know how to do that? <laughs> and he's like, oh man, you know, this is, I'm really into Nine Inch Nails. This is, you know, this is kind of a kind of a hobby of mine. This is yeah. what, I, what I do when I'm when I'm not on tour. Yeah. You know, I, you know do synth tracks and whatnot. So um, I was I was like super impressed because yeah. it was like it was spot to fuck on. So um, we left it alone. We never really talked much more about it. We you know we hung out all tour all summer whatever. And this had been probably four years ago. So about six months ago, uh, my friend Ian, who had done the tracks, <laughs> um, posted on, on Facebook some recreations that he had done of Nine Inch Nails tracks. Wow. And I was like, wow, well, that's kind of that's kind of cool. Like yeah. if I if that was to ever happen, <coughs> you know, not, not a lot of people can do that. Like it's a pretty difficult thing to recreate or uh, or, or to come like up with. Like just guitar, yeah. like he just was playing like everything. All the synth like stuff, all the stuff in the background, like on head like a hole, yeah. and like yeah. stuff that's happening in Wish that like that's not you know guitar, drum, vocal, or bass, like you know created. It's all synth stuff. It's all tracks that have been created to to, to make those sounds. So he had done them. I was like, man, this is like spot on. So uh, I hit him up with with the what if questions. I was like, hey, you know, if you know, what if there were to be a Nine Inch Nails tribute? What if this were to come together? Would you would you be in? So you were baiting him. Well, I mean, if, if he wasn't in, then it, it wouldn't make all my dreams all. come true, please. So he was like, yeah, <laughs> I could be into that if there was the right players involved. So and I knew straight up, straight up off off the bat, I was like, look, you know, I don't have three to four days of practice ready. 
um, or available. Um, he doesn't either because he lives in Philadelphia. Um, you know, and I have zero interest in being in an original band right now because I just don't have the fucking time. I'm busy. Right, like, I got yeah. a lot right. of shit going on. Right. And uh, I was like, but not that Dynasty Hells would take any less time. But I was like, well, I was like, if, if there's any harder band I ever picked, you were like to fresh out of the do, gate, like, hey, let's uh, let me get back into a trivia yeah. band, like Nine Inch so, Nails. Yeah. Yeah. That there you go. Yeah. That right there. Hear all that in the background? I like he chose the Got Money yeah. track. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so um so one of the bands I managed from Charlotte's called Something Clever. The least who here, who uh, you've talked about a lot. Yeah. And um I've heard great things about them. And oh, they are yeah. they're a really good Absolutely band. Absolutely amazing. So the yeah. lead singer kinda has a Trent Reznor esque mm -hmm. look and sound to his vocals and they had just recently done this uh, new material in the studio and some of it i was sitting there thinking i was like damn i kind of sound like trent Reznor." oh shit that's <laughs> that's that's who i need to hit up about this so i hit him up and um and hit up uh, kelly fluss who's a guitarist for it and i was like you know or for something clever say hey would you guys be interested in doing this i was like you know maybe it's a one-time deal maybe it's a one-show deal but like would you how, be how long ago was this before the show on saturday like did this uh, may like, so yeah. not okay yeah. so very short amount like of time. beginning of may end of april somewhere in there hi i want you to turn into a musical genius you have 90 <laughs> yeah. days hey, you got 90 days figure it out figure so it out. um so they're like Here's yeah we'd shot. be into it and it was kind of loose or whatever so i put made one post on facebook to find some of the other players to, to gauge the interest of people who were Nine Inch Nails fans, because mm -hmm. you get you need to be a fan. Oh yeah. Because yeah. oh, if yeah. you're not a fan, then you're not going to be into There's it that much. There's way too much sweat involved so, um, to not be a fan. So two people responded to the post or posted on there. I was like, oh shit, I I I knew them from their local bands. Yeah. You know, one was Killer Koi, one was Falling Through April. I was like, man, these guys are pros. The bass like these player? guys, ba yeah, yeah, bass player is yeah, actually yeah. The, uh, the guitar player for uh, and singer for Killer Koi. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other guitarist is the guitarist for Falling Through mm -hmm. April, Danny Candia. He's great. And yeah. uh, I was like, you know. I was like, these guys are pros. Like they've they've all they both been on the road. They've both yeah. done some big things. Like I feel comfortable approaching them and being like, hey, you know, this needs to be something that we can do very lightly and be able to pull off amazing fucking show. Right. So um, we, we practiced on our own, and I remember the first practice I had like brought my kid out, put up my man cave in my house, whatever, and I got through the first ten minutes of it. I was like, holy shit, what have I got myself into? Like I am definitely like I am not up for this. Like I am drums in that I am long, sweating man. like I ran yeah. just ten miles in I ten minutes. I just want to know who came up with your um, wardrobe for that evening because you look very um, like Johnny in the Karate Kid. We, we took on. Is that what that fucking post was on okay i couldn't figure that shit no, out no no no, no. So, I, I really thought you looked like johnny and the karate kid the no. original karate kid so with the all, ripped um the black shirt with the ripped sleeves off so we all took i was from, like is your bike parked off so back back when in the day when i were, used to work for i thought it was Channel, hot, at the hot. uh at the old <laughs> what, what is now pnc pavilion which is Verizon blockbuster pavilion yeah. so uh diane shells performed there yeah and i had to so i remember i was working with their production assistant so the she brought out their, their yeah it was yeah. uh yeah <laughs> so she brings out their uh, AKA Cobra Kai. She brings out their their clothes, and it is like cut off shirts, and it is obviously not been washed at all on right. the entire tour. Oh, and uh, I was like, "What's all over them?" She's like, "What's well, baby powder seasonings?" And I was like, "Baby powder." She's like, "Yeah, well, two reasons: one to, to 
so it doesn't smell so bad, <laughs> right? And <laughs> two, so, bad. so it looks like it's like worn and been through like dirt and dust and like yeah. you know, worn out. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, so maybe we'll all just kind of take from that. Yeah. So I, I was doing this at home. Like I, I had my this, the shirt that I had that, that, that was like paprika out. Like no, no, it was it was gold bond. So I, I'm spraying. I'm like tossing gold bond in my shirt. My wife's behind me, like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, I'm Honey, getting ready for the show. So. <laughs> so so we get to the venue like uh, an hour before we're supposed to go on. All the guys have like really crisp white looking yeah. or black looking clothes. Right. And uh, one guy brings out Ian, who's a rock climber. Uh-huh. He has like rock climbing chalk. Yeah. Chalk. He's like, okay, I'm going to start taking my rock climbing chalk and throw it on here. I was like, oh, no, 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 not in the dressing room. Go outside. <laughs> so they all go outside one by one. Your turn, your turn. No, and he douses them with, with uh, climbing chalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, so we just, we took from like an error. We took from something yeah. that was like, uh, uh, we, we actually at one point, contemplated do we go from Lollapalooza or uh, uh, Woodstock 94 when it was like the mud fest yeah. no. because they were no. all no. in the mosh if you pit want girls to full come. of no. mud no. you know like and make it look like that no. or do we that go for so like awesome. the because you have to go into industrial rock no you I'm telling you like I really thought when I saw you I, okay listen first of all I couldn't even get near the stage oh no so oh, when no. I walked in I was trying to do like some cool that was pictures of my chalky shirt I know I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> but somehow or another I found my way to Brandon's wife Megan yeah. and I was like oh my god I was like, he's, I just, I was, I wasn't nervous for him, but I was so excited for him because I've known Brandon for so long and his kids were there and his wife was there and his mom was there. And I, you know, I just, I was so proud of my friend because I've known him for so long and I was just like, I couldn't believe he hadn't played in 20 years and I was there, you know? So anyway, when I saw the footage of, I didn't realize that the Fillmore had nine cameras. This is good information to take for next year. That was, that, that was our cameras. It wasn't I Fillmore's. was like, oh shit. It was our cameras. I was like, what? <laughs> so um, when I saw the footage though, you know, I just saw Brandon. There's no other better way to describe it. I saw Brandon in his element, yeah, like where he's yeah. the happiest. I mean, he's obviously very happy. You know, dad, wife, or a husband, you know, whatever. He's a happy wife. (laughs) He's a happy wife. (laughs) But seeing Brandon in his element, like, Brandon has always been, that's his thing. He's, he's like the Energizer Bunny. When he was with Bridge, that was him. Mm -hmm. He loved it. And he... I, it surprises me so much that you haven't played in 15 years. And for Liam, for your son to be like, you know, to I hope he pushes you because, hey, how, who's to say in like 10, oh, 12 me. years, Every morning, Brandon and Liam are not going to be like a tag team drums. duo. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, but yeah. when I saw you, I was like, Oh my God, he looks like Johnny from Karate Kid. <laughs> I didn't, I, so I didn't get, I didn't get the whole uh, post that someone put on, on yeah. the page until you just said that. Now, but yeah. no, it, it actually comes from from uh, a Nine Inch Nails era. You know, I, I being a a huge Nine Inch Nails fan, and I have for you know as long as I can remember. We're set up in the merch area, at the back of the Fillmore, very back of the Fillmore at the Radio Charlotte uh, table. Man, you guys got on there, and from the first note, it fucking killed. I stood up at that table in the very back. I'm like, holy shit. I could have closed my eyes and thought that I was at Lollapalooza 93. I was like, this is fucking unreal. And for just to be be doing this for the last few months and you haven't played drums in like 150 years, holy shit, dude, you killed it. Well, dude, that, that, so that day um, was the first day that all six of us actually stood on stage together. Wow. When I walked into the Fillmore, 
It was 707. <laughs> I couldn't even get in the door. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm with, like, I felt like some cheesy blogger that was like, I'm with the band. But I was like, move the fuck out of the way. I'm trying to get up. I need to get some pictures. And it was so fucking crowded. Yeah. And I just couldn't get over it. And, you know, in all my years of like going to shows and stuff, and I knew that you hadn't played in so long and I knew that your family was there. So that was like super cool. Mm-hmm. But it was like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you got thrown back in the ring. And, oh, and yeah. if anything, I hope that that lights in a, like a little fire under your ass. Oh, like, there's more coming. Yeah. That was supposed to be a one-shot deal, but, it, but it's oh, actually no. like, but, but, but since then, it can be. It, oh, it's, it, there's so, going to be another one coming. So the hate right machine now. set the tone for Grunge Fest. It got yeah. the energy going and set the whole tone for Grunge Fest. So Good. many people yeah. that Good. we talked to, I know even you, Ren, that mm-hmm. had the people out with um, Radio Charlotte that were out there interviewing people. You know, people would be like, oh, my first show was, you know, Fleetwood Mac or my first show. There were a couple of people like, this is my first show. Yeah. And I was like I saw two what? girls post I was following the Grunge Fest hashtag yes, on Instagram yeah, and these yeah. two girls post like what a great way to end the summer our first concert I before we go that. off to college we went to I Grunge Fest like, and I was like your first concert is Grunge Fest with a bunch of tribute bands their first concert and you're going is you Brandon Henson and they are, are raving about all the bands that you know that play right. that day yeah. that's pretty cool yeah. that's yeah. pretty cool that's had to wait Brandon I'm going to give you cool. a sharpie you're going to have to start signing autographs for 16 year old girls oh man but you know I think that yeah there's going to be some more of that like there was uh it, it was cool enough that it felt good, good. enough. I, was, I don't think any of us, we were all like, man, are we all down with doing more? And uh, there's, already, there's already one more in so, the works. Hey, that's so. the question. That, that is the question because I had so many people that afterwards they were like, because I, I gave away, you know, I did contests on, yeah. on yeah. my blog or yeah. whatever. And they were like, oh, wait, I didn't know it was going to be like that cool. And I'm like, well, did you think I was going to send you to a <laughs> shitty concert? Like, are you fucking kidding me? And then I was like, yeah, dude, I told you. It was like, you know, Rage Against the Machine, Nirvana, Sound. It was everybody basically but Pearl Jam. So right. where is yeah. my Eddie Vedder lookalike? Oh, are you in Mecklenburg County? Time. There's one here. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. Come yeah, yeah. to Mama. It's coming. Come to Mama. There's one here for sure. So so you've been uh, you've been out all over town um, promoting people. We talked about this on, a little bit on another podcast um, about how – what you do in the area yeah you have a blog tell everybody about it that don't know like i like i said the other day there's probably three people out there that don't know about your blog i love the number three i like those three people (laughs) (laughs) dale earnhardt dale murphy so i mean you know i'm just doing my thing i don't care about the likes the follows i my basically everybody says jenna you're from charlotte you know everybody i'm like what's your point you know how do you make a living off of that i don't know i just know what i like mm-hmm. i like good music i like good people i like good sports mm-hmm. i like good booze yeah so you know like brandon's like all three of those things wrapped up it's probably <laughs> why we're such good friends <laughs> i mean you know i just like having a good time and charlotte's such a great place you know it's like i just talk about what i'm doing mm-hmm. and on a daily basis i just there's so much negativity in the world and social yeah, media. Yeah. I just want to talk about, hey, this is what you people say to me. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that so expensive? I'm like, no. Like, if yeah. if hey, reach out to me. If you want to come to a show, I'll yeah. put you on a guest list. Yeah, if yeah. you want to come, there's so much stuff that you can do in Charlotte that I think people just get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. There's just yeah. a ton to do in Charlotte. And if anything, I just want to promote how awesome Charlotte is, how nice the people are, how much music there is in Charlotte, mm-hmm. how much um, stuff you can do cheap or free. So yeah, let's do this every week. Music and culture and food and everything going on in Charlotte. Yeah. I think you need to bring some awesome. bands on. Bring some bands on. Yeah, Absolutely. Man. Okay. 
your fingers in the whole list and we'll start featuring uh we can start featuring maybe some uh bands an artist a week and comedians i got some comedians i want to bring uh, on chefs (laughs) yeah some cool chefs are here in town and uh yeah man it's all about charlotte yeah absolutely yeah very cool all right that wraps up the debut episode of qc confessionals i'm rin with jenna and Brandon, QC Confessional is brought to you by you. If you want to sponsor the podcast, all you have to do is reach out. Ren, R-E-N-N, at RadioCharlotte.com. We'll talk to you again next week. It's the QC Confessional on RadioCharlotte.com. It's like standing in line on a hot day at Carowinds. I'm on Jack Jump on Mountain Dew. No, no, it's not like that at all. Radio Charlotte. I'm 10 years old, but I'll beat your ass.